Okay, great. I'm with Grace Charles. The guest my pet is the short film. It's a drama horror film. Has a really crazy twist to it <laughs> that you don't see coming. And uh, I guess if I would describe this film, it would be about uh, logical revenge or, uh, you know, a, a crazy revenge, I guess, right? But a revenge that you don't see coming. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. Yes. So I got to ask, is this something that you thought about doing yourself? Uh, yes, I did. Well, no, <laughs> I'm like, I love revenge and I love crazy revenge. And like, I was just like, like, sometimes, you know, you want to like turn people into like fish, not fish, but just like, I don't know. It's just like, I was really interested in the power dynamics of like having some, not having someone as a pet, but just like of that feeling of like, kind of just wanting this longing revenge. Yeah. So not exactly like, I've thought about turning people into fish, but I have been like, I have thought of crazy revenges and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's really about thematically, if I'm going to overanalyze this film, it's really about the the dynamics of female friendships and the, and the dysfunction that, that am I allowed to say that is that, that, that occurs. I have two older sisters. I have a daughter, I have a wife. I've, I've seen some dysfunctional uh, kind of relationships occur with, with the female. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I think that like female relationships, especially when you're really close, it's kind of just like it can be very dysfunctional and toxic when you like when you feel hurt. And I feel like I kind of wanted to display that in this movie. And I think you did. And you're still you're still in high school, correct? Yes, I'm a rising senior. You're a rising senior. So you got uh, what do you do? Do you want to make films Is this, or is this like a fun project for you or? Yeah, the goal is to be a film. I'm really into like writing, so hopefully a screenwriter if all goes according to plan. And how many films did you make before this film? Um, I've made like two of my own uh films before this for my like school's film class, and they're all kind of magical realism type um vibes. Yeah. And so basically this particular project uh tell me about the making of it what's the i'm curious about the, the look of it like what how did you kind of create this look of the film that's in that's there so i was really interested in like art direction and making sure that like the theme of my film was kind of shown through like the production the set design and all that so i really wanted purple to be a main color because for me purple is very like a color of power and i wanted like power to be like a sense a thing I was toying with a lot so I was like I have a purple room in my house I'm buying purple ice cream and we're going like all crazy with this purple theme and then I got really into editing and I like I I was just using like a regular Canon camera but I edited it so it looked a little more like film and grainy and I used like a different aspect ratio because I wanted it to have like a vintage type vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it kind of has that uh like that old video camera vibe way before yeah. your time, right? But the high eight <laughs> kind of vibe to it. Yes. So you've seen that before in your past? Yeah, my dad um is like a big camera and like old video collectors. And so, like, he has a bunch of old v- VHS, um, like, recordings of from when he was, like, uh, recording videos and stuff. And so I used to watch those, and I'm like, these are so cool, because that, just, like, the look of it is so different from anything I've seen. And 
I think that inspires just a lot of the things like I want to do visually because it just resonates with me. And you shot this film yourself? Yes, I uh, shot, edited, I did everything except for the sound and the acting, obviously. Yeah, so tell me about the two actors. Um, so they're just my the main actor is one of my really close friends, Liv. She just she has a great look. Like she looks very not cynical, but like she looks like I think she has a really good look for uh, the film I was going. The just like the aesthetic I was going for. And then the other girl is um one of my friends too, and she's in the theater part department and luckily like my school has a really good theater department so I like to use them as resources and yeah and then also the guy in the fish tanks uh, a kid from my theater department a kid from your theater department yeah yeah your your lead has a has a young uh teenage Christina Ritchie kind of vibe to it like uh yeah. when she was on the Adams family yeah yeah kind of that like weird not weird girl but like you know a little yeah yeah, Wednesday or yeah, it's way a yeah. Wednesday vibe to a, to yeah. a, right? They had a, they had a yeah. Netflix show about it. Yeah, so she had that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. So okay, so it's four minutes long, and basically it, it's got that like it's a twist. It's because you're thinking that they're they they resolve their differences, but she kind of th uh, she throws a curveball on her, I guess, right? Yeah, it's yeah, I think. For me, yeah, I wanted that to be like a big reveal type thing because like, I wanted the dialogue to be the center of it and you you really don't know what's going on. So I focused on making, hopefully making dialogue that really keeps you engaged and keeps you guessing like you're playing along, along and then you're like, what? Like I, that's not what I was expecting. So I knew I had it to have a big twist and like, I wanted it to be this big revenge story. So I was like, this has to be the twist. And so you're you're in you you're in the LA area, correct? Yes. So everybody kind of works in the industry. Yeah, I would say. I go to art school. So everyone's just like TV, television, writer strike. Yeah, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody's mom or dad or are, 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 are affected by the shutdown, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's actually a writer, and so, yeah, like, I have the firsthand um, experience of, like, the writer's strike and how it's affecting. So he's a, he's a WGA member? Yes. <laughs> Which is so, interesting. So what does he think about your uh, films and your kind of uh, pr uh, prowess of trying to be a filmmaker? <laughs> he's really supportive. I mean, he's, like, <laughs> he's he's always giving me tips everything I've learned about writing and stuff I, I'd say is from him and like the reason I'm interested in film is inspired by him he's just like be better than me <laughs> that's kind of his like kind of advice and standpoints and yeah he's very supportive he'll help me out with like how to write a good plot and everything he can but he also he really wants me to like be able to do it myself so he's kind of like he's very distant but like supportive without like trying to like you know overtake and stuff. sure yeah he's trying to give you your space but also kind of like mentor you a little bit i guess right yeah that's what i would say yeah it's a fine line he's he must be doing a good job because it's that's it's a difficult uh he doesn't want to smother you i've seen i've seen in my past like uh someone like yourself whose parents are in the industry even like very famous or successful people and they they smother their children and they they can't get out of the shadow of their parents 
I think especially in LA and just like nepotism as a whole it's very easily for easy for if your parents in the same industry as you to just like own like kind of be a byproduct of them and like I kind of I want to be my own writer in person so he's very acknowledging of that and he's still supportive but he lets me be my own person yeah so what did you think about the audience uh, feedback video that we sent you I really enjoyed it I think I've, I hadn't really like seen audience reaction and it kind of it was not it was validating like just to see that like other people were understanding my work and like the emotions that I hoped resonated and were being like conveyed were really done and also like yeah I just I was really glad glad that the twist like everyone was like all shocked by the twist and it made my day like me and my mom we ran and sat I was like mom we gotta look at this and we were just watching and we loved it I thought it was really helpful so then so you're on your way as a, as a filmmaker so are uh is there do you want to go to, to a film school uh in university or yeah I really want to go to film school I'm like doing college at college applications right now um I want to yeah I want to study like tv and film and production um so yeah hopefully in like New York I don't know if you heard that my iPad I've done thousands of my iPad just spoke I've I've done thousands of these in my life and that's the first time that's ever happened so I don't know what that means (laughs) it kind of scares me a little bit no it's okay I've never (laughs) happened to me before (laughs) I got startled. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. There's a symbolism. What's the symbolism for you with purple? What's what's it represent? Um, I mean, I love the color purple, but it's also it's power. It's um, it's like, I mean, purple has always been like associated with royal, and it's a very dark color, but it's not on the lines of sad, and it's a more of an ambiguous color. So I wanted the um. I wanted the movie to focus on like the ambiguity of the power dynamics and you don't know like what's really going on or who's in power in the conversation until the very end. And even with the fish tank scenes, um, each time I showed the purple fish, I made the color darker and I made it more purple until you finally see like um, the reveal that um, the main character Lilac which is a shade of purple um, is like the one in power and you see like it's almost like a purple hinting on like blood red type vibes like it's just a very dark purple and so that was kind of um, a tool to get the people like curious about what I'm trying to convey and who's what's actually going on so what do you work what are you working on now are you working on a, on another film um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm making a film that's um, more focused on angels and like the Black experience in LA. And I, I'm currently like working on that right now. And it's supposed to be just like magical realism, but also like the story of a young girl growing in, up in LA. And that's going to be like my like final project for like my senior year. And so I'm kind of getting a head start on that. And I've also, I, I want to start writing more screenplays. So I've been writing a lot of screenplays recently. So you're making a social commentary with angels and about uh, the female Black experience, I guess, right? Yes. 
that's the goal. That seems that seems like a pretty ambitious film. I want to see it. Yes. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. It's taking a lot. I'm still like finishing writing, but hopefully we'll get in production soon. Yeah. Well, I, you're young, but I, I'm assuming you you know the history of of black people of, of black the black history in uh in los angeles especially in the last 40 years it's it's pretty intense yeah i mean from like i mean the ron this there's so many yeah <laughs> there's so much to talk about and like i'm really passionate about my culture as an african-american girl in la and like i go to like i've grown up in like white institutes institutions and so like i've been kind of stripped from that knowledge for a long time and like I don't know I've had like recent cultural awakening and just like realizing like this perfect Los Angeles city isn't as perfect like as it always seemed because of the history like I don't know I'm very intrigued and like displaying that in my movies and telling that story because I feel like we're finally being able to like get our voices heard immediately Well, I guess reading between the lines is that your parents have done well for themselves. They, they, you got a good education. You're in a good school, and you're, you're. But with that, with that kind of, you know, safety and security, you got you get yourself in a little bubble sometimes. Yes, exactly. And it's just like, even in the bubble, like you're, you can't ignore like the reality. And like for a long time, I was just as a kid, and you're ignorant, and like, um. I don't know I don't want like I I just think the black experience for everyone is something that's so so like it's so interesting and I like I think it's awful also often like overlooked and yeah so I'm I'm just like I've seen it overlooked because I'm not like forced to deal with it and that's part of my own privilege being in this bubble Mm. and like I don't know yeah I'm very interested in exploring that and my dynamics with like my own race and culture too. Yeah. Well, you're in a, like from a Canadian perspective, you're in a, you're in a very progressive city. We've done a lot of festivals there. I've spent a lot of time in LA, you know, progressive liberal city, open-minded city, generally speaking, of course, but there still is a racial racist problem in the United States for sure. Right. It hasn't gone away. Yeah. It hasn't gone away. And, um, we also also often like to think that we're, we're like such this forward progressive nation and it's just like there's a lot of things we overlook or America overlooks that's like just systematic racism that's still in place from since like 1700s and like it's hard to just be like oh we're progressive like a lot's changed that means we're like better now and like we need to stop like I don't know and I think I think we're also in an interesting time period after like 2020 where George Floyd and Black Lives Matter was George Floyd and Black Lives Matter was really big and now we're kind of seeing not a recession but just like kind of just things shift into a weirder space for just the black community and like progressiveness as a whole so there's there's resistance that's what happens right like it's like females in the 70s then there's resistance there's you know gay rights resistance you know asian rights resistance it's like everybody like because everyone once there's progression there's there's a certain class and there happen to be white men (laughs) I can say that as a white man, yeah. like generally speaking, of course, but they don't want that. They like, 
they want to white lash it back and they say, no, we want the things to be the way they used to be. And you see yeah. with, with the government and you see it with politicians and that's what, that's what happens. Right. Yeah. And it's also like performative activism where it's only like when it's popular. To quote gotcha. unquote, talk oh, I got gotcha. Yeah. Or and when like, something shitty happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. Just like the media and like also films place and like, speaking about cultural and racial issues is very interesting well i think you're on to something i think this is a fun film but there's like a nice little there is some social commentary there and but i'm saying but you're you're it seems like you want to get deeper and more but using this the fan fan, fan like the fantasy kind of genre and template you, but you still want to kind of like have some 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 uh some themes some deeper themes i guess in your future films yeah Exactly. Like, um, I don't know if you've seen like Boots Riley's work, did like Sorry to Bother You and stuff. I like, I really am interested in just like using surrealism and magical realism to just think deeper about the world we live in. Yeah. Well, you enjoy your last year's school and uh, high school. Yes. You could never do it again. And uh, yeah. basically, and many people, I know it's not the easiest, high school is not the easiest thing to do, but. A lot, of, a lot of people would love to do, love to do it over again. So basically, enjoy it because it's the only happened. Like I said, it only happens once, and then and then you can go to university or you go in the film and in, in the film realm, be creative. And I'm sure we'll talk again when you make your next film or when you make your films down the line. Yes, hopefully. And just keep 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 plugging away, keep making a body of work, and that's all you, that's all you can do. Yeah, exactly. All right, great talking to you, and I'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six.